0: Beginning Odd Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the ever-sleepy I think I've used that one before. Sorry. Adam Higgins, the odd dad out. And this is a show where I ramble and rant and and give you a a taste of what the hell is going on in my head at any given second, because it might just change that fast. And I make fun of some new stuff, and I tell you about some podcasts I'm listening to, and I do all that somehow. (laughs) But anyway... Oh man, I feel rusty. Don't you? I've I feel like because I missed last week's show, I'm just really rusty right now. And honestly, I have no clue where I'm going with <laughs> this this week. I'm I'm peek behind the curtain. I'm recording early this week, and I'm doing that for I'm I'm kind of experimenting with it because in my brain I'm I've been kind of realizing that I'm kind of stupid in that I have Mondays off of work. And yes, it's it's a day where I have a lot of like housework and things to do. It's where I catch up on laundry and shit like that that I didn't get done because, you know, I'm Mr. Mom. But the thing about it is more that it's, it's the day where I do all that stuff. But I'm also, I don't have to worry about sleep and I don't have to worry about work. And I could sit here and I could do all of this on Monday. But I've never done that. I've never taken my day off (laughs) to do the thing in my life that theoretically uses up the most time. The thing that being on a tight time schedule could be prohibitive, big words anyway, (laughs) but I, you know, and I've said it before, I always have recorded, you know, if, if the show drops on Wednesday, I recorded Wednesday morning. If it dropped on Thursday, I recorded Thursday morning. Whatever day that the show comes out, I was recording that day. Usually, while the boys were taking a nap, as they are now, but I've always done it that way. I've always been a, and there was a very short time, very early in the show, where I was recording ahead of time, and I would record on, say, like I'd, I'd record like Saturday or Sunday, and and this was in a this was in my old house where I had a designated I had an office, and I had. A studio space, and it, uh, it was echoey as hell because it was a big ass empty room with hardwood floors. But nonetheless, that was my designated space. That was my studio, and I could lock myself in that room at one o'clock in the morning, and I could start working on a show. I could come home, you know, any given night. I could lock myself in that room and record, and it was easier to do then. Now, okay, two more kids later, and. Well, actually, I, I take that back one more because if, if you f- go way back in the show, uh, episode three was recorded the night my, my youngest son was born. Anyway, besides all that, but when, I had, when I, was, I had that space, I was actually pre-recording. and I was actually kind of doing the show in bits, and I would sit down, and I would record a show, and I might go, actually, I would edit back then, but I would sit down, and I would edit, and I would do all of the things, but I would do it in chunks. And it was interesting comparatively because like I I could do that. I could go back and I could say like, here's what I'm doing. And I, but I would pre-record and I would record Saturday or Sunday night, depending on what days of the week I was off. But I'd basically, I would record the, the show on nights where I wasn't working. And then I would, you know, finish it up and, you know, and my God, show notes and posts and all that crap. That was horrible back then. I didn't do much of any of that, but I would, I, I would do it all in advance and I would, and I would pick a day and I would say, Oh, this is coming out on Tuesday. And back in the day I would release on Tuesday. Tuesday was my day, you know, even if, you know, I, and it was kind of, that was the thing It's like, Oh, I've got Sunday and Monday to record and I'll release on Tuesday. And slowly that became Wednesday and slowly all the getting edited on ahead of time dropped off and it just became, okay, it's, it's Wednesday. Shit. The show's got to go out. Boom. <laughs> Record it. And, da, 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 da. and it was a lot of, okay, I'm not going, and I, I, I refined my editing process, which I've talked about before. And I went into the whole, okay, if I screw up, backtrack, erase, delete. It was, it was just a change. Incidentally today and This may be a short show. This may be a long show. I have no clue what I'm doing right now because I didn't plan this. This all came from, I was going to sit down because I just started working with a new program. Okay. I shouldn't say I started working with, I've been using it for two months in the editing business and I've been using it at the recommendation of Emily Prokop from EPodcast productions and Paul Chomo from Varmints. Both have started using it. And as far as like the editing side of this, it makes it very easy for me to edit. It's a, it's an easier thing for me to do to edit in this program because it just, it's a little more streamlined. It's easier to do. It it does some things automatically, but I have up to this point, not recorded. And I think that goes more to, for me, this, this is a little intimidating. It's a big step up. I was using audacity before I still have had it even though for the last two months I've been, I've still been recording a show and doing everything I do with audacity for all of you, uh, audio nerds, uh, which is a perfectly fine program and it's worked for me very well. And I, at this point I have to completely relearn everything and learn proper audio production techniques and things like that. But all things considered, if I'm going to be a serious editor, I kind of have to do that. So uh, as, as I, I'm going to be kind of, I'm going to be investing in my skill and that's kind of where I'm at right now is investing in the skill as an editor and I I say that because I've never been huge on editing in this show more because the nature of this show it's very uh, flow of thought uh, train of thought driving off the tracks and as such it's Easier for you, or me, whoever, to see where my brain goes. Because realistically, if I were to take out the hiccups, you would not figure out where my brain changed gears. (laughs) And I know this because sometimes I don't know. And if you listen back to the early, early episodes, if you're willing to sacrifice your hearing for the quality back then, I would get on a thing. Not that I don't still do this now, but I would literally, the, the idea that I had at those times was I need a starting point. I had a starting point and it was, all right, I'm going to start by talking about this story or this thing that inspired me to start talking. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to talk for about 30 minutes and I'm going to see how this rolls out. Where do I end up? And, and I think back in the day, and I would say, you know, this is where, you know, we jump on my train of thought and quickly drive it off the tracks. And that's probably what I'm doing today, really. But that was, that was that. And it was, I started a point and I see where it goes. And you really, it was a complicated ass train of thought. The flow, the way that my brain just jumps around and it still does. And it's, and if you, hell, if you listen like any other time with exception to maybe last week and even, or not last week, but last episode where my whole kind of thing was the friendship thing. And my, my thoughts about the subject and my ability to just talk, but I, (laughs) I can even like all of my side tangents and everything. It's interesting to me how I I can, I can, go from point a to point w and have no clue how i got there i'm just hop skip through the alphabet of thought processes and chains and direct and how did this get to here to here to here to here to here that's what my brain does and i don't know how i get there and i've said it before when i push stop my brain is like an etch-a-sketch it goes shaky shaky, you don't know, control alt delete, and I forget most of what I just said because none of this is pre-thought. <laughs> if you haven't figured that out yet, wow. But you couldn't script this. I couldn't script this. I have no clue how I'm going to write notes about this. <laughs> but show notes. Not that you care. You don't watch, my, you don't look at my show notes unless you want to see a stupid video of somebody's truck getting stuck in a river because he was dumbass. Which is in the show notes from that particular episode by the way. Don't remember which one it was because I don't have references in front of me. <sighs> Not at all. <laughs> Sometimes I imagine—I can only imagine—how my erratic nature in times like this, where I don't have anything prepared, can just scare people away, or just the sound of my voice scares people away. And it's—it's it's kind of funny. I've been—I've been practicing, and, I, and I've said before how I want to start uh, training and doing work in voice acting, and maybe. Uh, Maybe audiobook narration, and it's funny because I look at, I I I listen to a lot of podcasts about voiceover now, which is a lot of why I've had a hard time with coming up with recommendations every week, because uh, for the first time, like I guess I'm gonna get this out of the way, I do not have a recommended listening segment this week. And I don't have, honestly, this is just going to be a good old-fashioned, I'm going to ramble for a bit, just get that out of the way. If you are staying for me to make fun of somebody, I don't have anybody this week. Because right now, I jumped on and started recording and started talking with zero plan of doing the show. I literally jumped on with zero plans for doing the show right now. It was literally, I was just playing with this program. It was, how do I sound? How can I, I need to learn how to work this thing to a point where I, where I'm comfortable with way, with creating my sound, with getting my sound to where I know it, where I, where I don't sound like garbage in my head and I know it's going to be a, a, a big learning curve, figuring it out and learning all the little, the tricks and the plugins and the, the operations in here to make myself sound decent and to cut out the static and the background noise and you know all of those things. It's all this whole new learning curve I'm going through and all of that on top of the, Hey, I want to learn to be a voice actor and One of the things that they tell you about being how to train yourself and practice in, in voiceover and things like that, they say, read everything you can, because that's the fundamental, that's the thing. That is what you're doing. You're reading. You're being paid to read a thing. And so for me, I was like, well, I spend an hour every week and really it's more like two. You don't hear the 20 times. My warm-up for the show basically amounts to me fucking up the intro 20 times. That's why, kind of why I've stopped doing the cold intro. Um, it was something that I borrowed from Dave Jackson and Daniel J. Lewis and a lot of other shows where they give you the, hey, here's what's coming up on the show this week and roll music! And I, I would do that. And it was like, because it was kind of a, a teaser for the show. Hey, here's what's coming up. But that was also when I was doing the news. And it kind of helped. And it was a here's what. And they do that on the news shows all the time. Like, coming up tonight, we've got this story and this story and this story. But first, I'm going to talk out of my ass for 20 minutes. That's basically what I did. <laughs> and in doing that, I had to know where I was going. And I had to know, I mean, I had all the news stories lined up, and I had a recommended listening feature, and I had all those things lined up and ready, and show notes were done because I had to prep for the show. And the thing about that was I had to spend all week prepping for the show. For what, you know, the first third of the show is me doing this. It's me rambling and talking out of my ass. But, you know, I've got, I had a block of news in the middle that I had to, have news stories in front of me. I have a a podcast that I have to feature and I have to be able to talk about and explain and and tell you about this show and why I like the show and why I think you should check it out. And it's it's one of those things where it actually did and me picking and I've said before, a lot of the times I would not have I would not know who I was going to feature, what show I was going to talk about until the last minute. I would be sitting there on Wednesday morning like Shit! I've got all the news ready. I've got everything picked up and organized and and that's all arranged. I know how I'm going to frame this, but I don't have a feature. And that for me has always been, that's probably, even though the vast majority of this show is me talking and she's talking about me and like, as my wife has repeatedly said, it's like audio blogging. That's the most important part to me. To me, in my mind, the most important thing that I do on this show is tell you about other shows. It's the part of here that I am promoting other people because this is my platform to do that. This is my platform to tell you about all the other awesome people that are out there doing this much better than I am. <laughs> the other people who go in there with plans, who know what they're talking about, who are teaching you something or describing a thing or reviewing movies or any of those things or just funny ass people. Way funnier than me. And so that's my that's that's my platform. And honestly, I could probably just do that. I could Probably go in and recut and cut all of that out of every other episode up to this point and say, I'm going to do an entire show just devoted to I'm going to talk about other podcasts. And had my computer not crashed near the beginning of the year, forcing me to get a new one, and I lost half of my files. Really, that actually happened. I have nothing before episode 79. That's. I mean, granted, that's it's it's a big jump from that, but that's about half of my episodes. Okay, it's not half. It's like a th- two-thirds of my episodes. So in order to do that, I have to go back and re-download those from, from the host and all these things, and it's so much more work. <laughs> but I'd have to go and do that, which I actually had to do for the 100th episode to get all the clips and things that I used in that. I had to go back and re-download my old episodes because I don't have those files anymore. My hard drive crashed. Anyway, All that aside, I, you know, I don't know where I'm at. (laughs) I look at all this, like everything that I do, that's what I, I care the most about in the show. It's the one piece of value that I give you other than just my charming personality. Cause isn't it just charming, charming, what the hell? Aren't I just charming folks? (laughs) That's why I don't edit. That's why I don't really cut shit out of this because then you miss me being a dumbass. But the one piece of value I have in this show is at the end of the show, and it's me telling you about other podcasts. It's me promoting other shows, and I and I and I and I, like I said recently, I have shows that I have lined up. Like, hey, I want to talk about this show, and I want to talk about this show, and I want to talk about that one, but. There's some that I have not listened to enough to give you a full description and to really, really be able to tell you all the things I like about the show that I've only recently started listening to them or something. And others that I've been listening to for a while, but they're on break. You know, I don't want to pull another Karen and Ellen letters where I featured the show because it just ended. (laughs) That's a little fucked up, even though you always go back and listen. But I don't want to do that again. I you know, I don't want to tell you, hey, this is on break right now. I think with I did Alice Isn't Dead when it was coming back from a break, um, which is currently on its final season, which I'm really saying, how is it going to end? I'm in one of those, like the Truman Show, how is it going to end? But there's a handful of shows. I've been you know, I'll just name drop a few coming up uh, and I, I'm going to reach out to her to find out what her uh, release date is. Uh, Dirty Bits is going to be coming back. I've been listening to Sirenicide um, and they're coming up on the second half of their third season. I don't want to reach out to those guys because and it's one of those things where in their, uh in the credits of their show, because they actually put credits at the end of their show they actually mentioned there's basically a big warning like hey this is copyrighted uh this you know trademark blah 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 you know cannot be reused without express written consent I'm like fuck <laughs> whereas a lot of cases and in in what I do here it's, it's podcast promotion i am out here promoting other shows and so in in that use and technically it's it's fair use because of the way I use it no matter what I'm I'm protected but fair use is a legal defense it's not a right and but I what I do is I'll pull you know promos that they've put out there or all in the case of some shows who didn't have promos I'll just cut an audio clip and and piece something together to make an audio sample for you which is tedious as shit by the way but I think I mentioned when I was covering uh, Shut Up a Second for Sans Pants Radio, it took me about two hours to piece together a 30-second clip, part because I'm tedious and part because I had to go back and listen through and pull things from you know, 20 different episodes or whatever to get this whole long thing. It was fun. It was a good training thing. But shit, I don't want to do that again. Most of the time now, I just pull their opening credits. <laughs> like I did, hate to wait. I just pulled the opening of the show, things like that. Um, before Heather from Sunshine and Power cuts had a promo to run, I just when I featured the show, I just did the opening. I think from probably her first episode. I think I used, you know, I. But for it specifically in the case of Sirenicide, because they have that warning, I need and I and I. It's more of me slacking. I need to reach out to them about hey can you provide me a piece of audio that I can play on my show to to talk about your show to feature as an as a sample hey check out this stuff now if you want to go and and check out the show fine if you heard me mention the name it's it's coming up I just I wanted I don't like when I don't have a clip and a lot of the time that comes from very 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 last minute choices but and cases where they don't have a uh, promo or a sample that's out there easily available for me to to grab and play but you know i when i do my features when i do my i would i don't even necessarily call them reviews but when i talk about these other shows i want you to understand i want you to know I want you to have an idea of what they sound like, aside from me just saying, hey, this is a great show. It's like this. I want you to know what it is that you're listening to. I don't want you to go into, and some shows have weird names that may not necessarily fit, but I don't want you to go into a show and not really know what you're, you know, I want you to be able to understand this is the right show. This is what I'm listening to. And... This is what he recommended. (laughs) Because, I mean, even this show, no promo I can put together can tell you this show. My brain and everything that just falls out of my brain, I can't do that in a promo. I can't do that in 30 seconds. I can't do that in a minute. I can barely do that in the hour that I spew out most weeks. But I try... That's why I talk so much. That's why... When I do a, a feature segment, when I talk about another podcast, that's why I go on for 10, 15 minutes. Because, A, I can talk. B, I want you to know why it is that I'm featuring the show. Because I've said before, I'm not paid for this. God, if, if somebody paid me I, as much as I want the money, that's why I started a business, Editing. That's why, you know, I'm kind of a hired gun right now as an editor making money to support this crazy thing. But nobody pays me. Most podcasts that I feature don't know that I'm featuring them until I tag them in the episode post. Most of them. Sometimes if they're already friends or something like that, I might say, hey, I'm featuring your show this week. Or if I reach out to them ahead of time to say, hey, I'm doing a feature on your show. Do you have Any sort of a promo clip or something I can use, which I, which a lot of cases I did with Bro Rons and I did with, I think I did that with Smoke and Mirrors and a few others. Um, Again, that's how I met Emily Prokop from the story behind. That's how we became friends and I, you know, the relationship that I have with her and now working with her as an editor and everything she's done for me to help my career and everything now but that literally came from me reaching out to her um to record her own description to for the the uh feature for the story behind way back in the day and i don't that <laughs> again brain that relationship and that little thing there has changed you know me reaching out to Emily at that time. First off that just, that was me reaching out to you. Oh my God, this is a, you know, me being a fan of, of a person and reaching out to communicate with them. And then Holy shit. She responded, Holy shit. She, she's happy to do this. She's, this is so awesome. Which then led to so many other relationships as our friendship grew and all of the other friendships and other people that heard about me it led to me doing you know the voice the, the Roger Ebert bit for her on her show it led to me getting some voice demo work out there it's led to me being able to start my business as an editor that's because of that just reaching out to her for that segment it led to me being the one of the uh, curators of the podcast share account while well, that was, while well, that was project was still going on, and which in itself led to me befriending not only Heather Welch from Sunshine and Power Cuts and a bunch of other podcasters, including uh, Paul Chomo from Varmints, but there, there were a bunch of other podcasters that I met through that, which again came through Emily. And that whole project was something that through a a Twitter chat that we, that she said she was thinking about doing. And I was like, absolutely, this is a great idea. And her saying, I would love you to be part of this because of what you do and the, all the, the whole feature. But, you know, that feature of the show, that bit, you know, again, for me, that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing that I do here every ish week is tell you about other shows i i'm very much an advocate for podcasting as a medium in it completely all around but i'm also big on what the old timers talk about how back in the day everybody promoted everybody else you know kind of a a uh rising waters you know raises all ships i don't know my brain fog so when i don't know what i'm saying i just pfft, there goes all the, the old fancy sayings and whatnot but anyway that's where my brain is is that i feel like if i promote everybody else even if it doesn't benefit me directly because let's be fair i don't have the i don't have joe rogan numbers you know i don't have I don't have the kind of numbers that every other show I've ever talked about is more successful than I am when it comes to audience size. Hands down, I will say that. But even with my little audience, I have had people say they heard about this show on my show. You know, I am I am doing my little bit to maybe widen people's listening, maybe, you know, to, if nothing else, it is making those people out there, those other podcast producers who are creating their thing, they hear what I'm saying because everybody talks about they want ratings and they want reviews. Ratings and reviews really don't do jack shit. Sorry to tell you folks, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing other than somebody reaching out to you and saying, good job. That's what it is. Now, if you want to do that, great. You want to drop me a rating and a review in Apple Podcast or on where Stitcher or whatever the hell you want to do that and say, great job, or say, what the hell are you doing, dumbass? Go for it. That's what it's for. It is just feedback. It is you saying you like it or you don't like it. If you don't like it, I don't know why you listened or why you went to the effort of leaving a one star or a negative review or whatever. But I would rather, I mean, I, you, know, you, you if you like the show, great. I would rather you, for my sake, and it's just easier to look up, if you left it on the Facebook page, great. Or if you reach out to me on Twitter at Odd Dad Out, or on, on the Facebook page or or just email me you know, show at odd dead You want to do that and reach out to me and tell me, Hey, I really dig the show or any, or Hey, I've got a podcast. I think you should check out. I would love that. If you have a podcast that you're really into that you would like me to check out and feature. Now I'm not guaranteeing. I'm going to, I'm going to feature a show. I won't ever guarantee I'm going to feature a show for anybody for no other reason than i only feature things that i can support if i actually dig the show if i find it something that i enjoy because i can't go out and give a a, a review or give a feature of a show if it's not something i enjoy i can't i like i don't dig, i don't get into a lot of true crime shows and i think i mentioned that when i talked about twisted philly that's probably twisted philly and and Southern Grimoire are the closest thing to true crime that I will listen to. And it's very much more about Twisted Philly is more so a weird history show. And Southern Grimoire is much more of a weird history, paranormal, and sometimes true crime falls into those two categories. Into those shows, true crime is just kind of a side element of the history. But, I'm not huge on true crime. And in most cases, I have not enjoyed most true crime shows that I've listened to. That's just me. And even though I'm into the paranormal, I haven't liked a lot of paranormal shows that I've listened to. And I can't, I can't come on here and tell you, Hey, you should check out. uh, I can't even like there's, there's too many. And I don't want to throw anybody on the bus. I was like, I've got names popping in my head, but I don't want to come out and, say, and, and throw anybody on the bus and say, oh, I don't like this show in particular. Because I've, I've tried a lot of them. I've tried a lot because it wasn't my thing, but I wanted to find out, hey, why is this so popular? And so I, I checked out a lot of shows. and a lot of it was, hey, they would come on and say, hey, I dig your show, or they'd follow me on Twitter or something. And I was like, you know, I'll check out the show. Fine. And I wouldn't like it and I just, I wouldn't get it. And I would, I hear him on an interview or something and I was like, okay, I'll check out this show. And it just, it just didn't work for me. So I'll, I'll take your recommendations. Absolutely. Send me all the recommendations you want. I suggest you go and check out the existing recommended listening page, just so you know, if I've talked about them already granted there's a half a billion fucking podcast out there or half a million podcasts out there so much about so much that there's a pretty strong chance i haven't heard it that being said i'm i'm i would check out the list just in case but it also gives you an idea of the variety the range of shows that i've talked about because there's a lot of them out there but again there's there's a handful that i've still got set up but lately because of my brain switch and my, my focus now on trying to develop as an editor and trying to try and develop a career as a voice actor, those things kind of have, have changed. And so I haven't been listening to a lot of there's a lot of shows that I've, I have not been listening to. There's some shows that have kind uh, of dropped off my, like, Hey, I've got 80 shows in a week, or I went on vacation and I had basically a week and a half, almost two weeks to catch up on. And you know, things like I didn't listen to varmints all summer. I saved them up because that's my, I listened to those on the car ride, picking up the boys from school, things like that. So I've got a backlog of of all the varmints over the summer, things like that, but then I've got a lot of other shows where I just I was like two weeks behind, and I'm not one of those people that listens at at uh, one and a half speed or something. So I'm like, nope, I'm that's it. Like if I've got 80 hours sitting in my on my phone that I've got to listen to, it's going to take me 80 hours. So I'm going to be perpetually like two weeks behind as these shows release more shows, and then a case like how. Uh, PRL came back in the middle of that. I'm like, uh, I'm not missing that. That's, you know, um, and they recently released the uh, Midnight in America, which is Chris the Mole Man and Big D from the Bro Rons doing kind of a conspiracy sort of show, which I've been checking out, but I haven't, you know, I haven't featured it or anything, but these sort of things. I've got my friends shows and those shows that I really support. and I'm, I can't miss some shows and then there's other shows that I might, it's like, Oh, well I'm not, I can go ahead and skip this one this week or i am not really digging this up, cut it off, whatever. But I've been adding in so many shows about podcast editing or just more industry shows and audio engineering and, and voice talent and voiceover business things. And those sort of things that I'm, it's, it's eating into my other, like the, the stuff I'm listening to for educational purposes is kind of eating into the stuff I listen to for entertainment purposes. And I'm not going to sit here and pitch the VAO school to you because unless you're really interested in that, which I'm, I'm, i i recommend things that are more general things that like it, I'm not going to pitch ever. I'm not going to recommend a financial show it's like two reasons. A, I don't listen to them. B, it's it's not entertainment. I don't pitch educational stuff short of when I talked about the Audacity okay. to Podcast, School of Podcasting. When I've talked about those shows, and those were very specific reasons why I actually featured those shows at the times I did, but I, I veer away from featuring rec- and the educational shows more because it's kind of a reason you would listen to that. I want you to be, I, I feature entertainment mostly. So there's that. But if you have a show that's just entertaining, it's just fun. And I granted, true crime generally falls into that. And history shows fall into that. You're not learning a thing to learn, but you're learning for education purposes. So you learn the, the thing. Like history is very different than a financial show. And that's why, again, I don't listen to financial shows. Unless I'm editing them, I don't listen to financial shows. Granted, I get my fill there, but I, I don't listen to those kind of shows and I don't feature those kind of shows because you're, lear- you're listening to it for a very specific purpose. I listen to Twisted Philly to learn the history because it's great storytelling about the history and historical events and places and things and all of these things. And that's what I listen to that show for. And it's entertaining. If that show was not entertaining, I wouldn't listen. And you know, I listen to video game shows. I listen to movie reviews. There's no, sub, there's no reason to need to. I gain nothing. I am not bettered as a person for listening to the Epic Film Guys. I'm pretty sure it probably hurts my brain to certain degrees. Then again, that's wanting to yell at Nick for just hating everything but that's a whole other thing but <laughs> i i listen to the things i listen to for entertainment because for me podcasting and listening to podcast is an escape it's getting away it's me you know I, i'm not checking out but it's me finding entertainment when my life is so chaotic when i've got a hand when i've got four boys i've got to you know wrangle and deal with And I've got a business to try and develop and things like this. I do have so much, and just my night job, you know, trying to find sleep here and there, wrangling boys, working on, you know, my growing, trying to grow my business, all these things. And listening to, you know, PRL and them being nerds, listening to, well, listening to the countdown and how many how many C bombs can can Wayne drop in an episode? When's the first one? How many? When is Wayne finally going to smash the soundboard? <laughs> you know things like I want to be entertained. That's what I listen to. Uh, I I listen to what I listen to for entertainment. I I want you to be entertained. Granted, I don't think I'm doing a very good job of it right now, (laughs) but again, this is all my brain. I'm emptying out my brain, and again, I had no intention of recording right now. (laughs) I need to remind you of that. But I felt bad because I missed last week, and I missed last week, half because of school schedules and readjusting to school life, half because my wife and I were trying to figure out a drop off schedule because drop off and pick up for the boys has become much more difficult this year. There's there's they changed things and it's made it take forever. And suddenly my wife who was dropping the boys off last year now could not make it to work on time. And so we had to really, I've been having to take the boys to school so she could get to work. And it created this problem where I was having to get up extra early after getting home extra late to be able to get the boys on time and her to get to work on time and all these things. And she's been having a ton of overtime at work too. So I'm probably still going to be having all that. Like, well, we're dealing with that. I'm still, you know, she's still got overtime. So she's going to work at like five or six in the morning. And so I'm having to get up and do all the craziness with the boys and all of that stuff and jazz and still getting home. At, like I'm getting home and she's waking up. You know, we've been running into that anyway. But that's why no show last week. But I don't like missing shows. I don't like being too tired and brain foggy to not sit down and tell you what's going on in my head. Even though there's no value in what's going on in my head other than, are you entertained by my brain? Again, that's why I have that that segment of the show. That's why... I do that because it's the one piece of value, the one thing I can give you besides just what the hell is in my head. (laughs) Because that's all I got. I'm not an intellectual. I'm not a finance expert. I'm not. There are tons of things I could teach you. But I'm not an expert and I don't have the time to research something to or talk to other people to give you anything of value other than what the hell is going on in my head right now, in my perspective on the world or whatever. And so that's what I got. <laughs> and lately I've just been too fried. I've been tired or I've been working and, you know, it, it is, it's difficult. It is. And I felt, I felt bad missing last week in a general sense, but I also felt bad because it's still the case of, you know, am I overworking myself? Am I, should I stop the show? Should I stop doing this so that I can develop that business? Maybe I should stop this so that I can do another show that might have more value, more substance, more something to provide you other than what the hell just fell out of my head and those sort of things go through my head and it's one of those personal confidence sort of things that this show provides little in the way of value it's just do you want to are you willing to do you think there's any reason to listen to my ramblings for an hour ish whatever the hell it is for every week or are you listening because you're my friend and you feel bad cuz I'm just a sad final I'm a sad little person? <laughs> I don't know. But I I do this cuz I love doing it. And I want to I want to make a show that has more value to it than just whatever the hell's going on in my head. But I don't know how to do that yet. And I question whether or not to keep going with this, if for only that reason. Because the more I think about it, and the longer I do this show, the more I feel like your time would be better spent <laughs> if I did something of substance. And I still feel like that, and I felt like that for the pretty much the entire run of this show. Now, this is 117 episodes. I've been at this for over three years of me just rambling and being an idiot. But I I feel bad that I don't provide you with anything other than what fell out of my head, and maybe I need to do something to up the funny. I don't know, because... Now I'm just making myself sad, so I need to stop this. (laughs) But that's just kind of, again, this is all just what's going through my head. How the hell did we get there? I don't know. I don't remember where I started. I started with, hey, sorry I missed last week. And I'm still kind of in sorry I missed last week. I think I I brought it full circle. It took me 45 minutes to get here, but I brought it full circle. But that's just kind of it. You know, no promos this week. uh, No weird sound drops, <laughs> no jumping things, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying, Hey, I'm going to quit the show. I need to rearrange my brain. I need to find some time to do some stuff. I may just pre-record stuff. I don't know. I may, I, I may change up the way I do the show more from a backseat, back back seat, back, backstage production side of things because I want to get better at this. I want to get better as an editor. I want to get better as a producer because that's where my business is going to go. And if I can't do that right on my own show, how the hell am I going to do it right on other people's? But I want to do this. I want to keep going with this show. I want to do that interview show that I've been talking about talking to other podcasters, but that requires time. I want to get to a point where I can do this show and I can be a full-time editor or voice actor or whatever the hell comes from it. And I can do these things and not have to go to work at night. And I can work and sit here and be in the podcasting industry or whatever the hell, but my life can revolve around this microphone, not around cleaning carpet, not around lack of sleep and, so that's, that's, that's my brain. That's what's going through my brain right now. I don't know how this is. If you're listening to this right now, congratulations. I actually released it. If not, maybe I'll throw it on Patreon. <laughs> then again, if you're still, if I threw it on Patreon and you're listening to it, thanks. Cause you gave me money to get it, whatever. But I don't know. Maybe you'll hear maybe you're hearing this right now. Maybe you're not. Maybe I'm talking into the void and I'm going to sit down on a Wednesday morning and record a whole new thing that's not so depressing. <laughs> but I think I'm going to stop there. And I swear next week I'm going to have my shit together next week. I promise. I I I've got a little bit less on my plate this week. We're working out school stuff. We're getting it all together. So, you know, overtime is dialed back a little bit. Maybe I'll be able to sleep, maybe Rihanna will be able to get some sleep, maybe we'll be able to get everything organized in a way and we're getting It's taken a month for us to get back to school. Home schedules kind of rearranged. So bear with me while I'm still readjusting. But that's it. I'm I'm done rambling. I'm done rambling. So Whatever you think. Let me know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the all the places at Odd Dead Out. You can email me, show at odddeadoutpodcast.com. Check me out. I just set up a Facebook page for uh, Odd Dead Out voice productions. If you want to check that out, if you want to follow there, if you want to share it with anybody just cause you feel like it, whatever, it's there. But my brain is, is fried at this point. If you're hearing this from the whenever, I'm still Adam Higgins, the hot dad out. Thank you and good night.